Mike. Hey, hey Mike. Psst. Wake, Mike, wake up. It's Friday afternoon. What do we do every Friday afternoon? Wake up. Come on, man. Red light is on. Well, what does that mean? Wake up, Mike. <laughs> Mike, wake up. Well, guess we'll do it by ourselves then. Let's do it. And when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. It's showtime. Nonsense Podcast. We might as well have a good time. With Admiral Disney. Dynamite drop in money. That broadcast school has really paid off. At Still Smooth Productions. <laughs> oh, big golf, huh? Smartest idiot in the world. I think cerveza in a can is probably the greatest invention besides yoga pants and Chipotle. At St. Bale's. I'm not prepared. I really am not prepared at all. A bunch of a-holes. friends this is the bold nonsense podcast the red light is on the red light means stop thinking get a little senseless with us this is the crew this is episode 49 it is 125 2019 that is january 25th 2019 you heard the different voice. He got to say it. He's already happy because he gets to give you the date. Um, why, why are you giving the date, though? Uh, where, where up? Seems a little weird. I've always wanted to do the date, but I got to fill in for a reason. We're a, we're a staff member short. It was an unplanned absence. Unscheduled PTO. Look who it is are you kidding me baby girl himself sleeping beauty oh just texted us a minute and a half into recording after try after trying to get a hold of our partner for about an hour and a half wow let's bring him in <laughs> look who we found all the way in gilbert arizona the At- little lamb himself <laughs> the world the world world's smartest idiot he's all swaddled up to st bales how you doing, fella? Almost looks yeah, like you took a nap. Uh, yeah, you know, this time change thing is just really, uh, I think it's really effective. I think that's what it was, actually. It was definitely the time change. No, no, no. That's not what I meant. You don't have to be a smartass. Oh, uh, pocket uh, calling kettle time black. This is mountain time. It's, uh, it's very different. Let's just put it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Haven't you had since July to acclimate? I don't know. Couldn't tell you. But you don't change time, right? You just have a consistent time zone. No, so... Yes, but... <laughs> so that, you didn't change wait, it. Wait, no, 
because right now we're an hour hour ahead, but then six months from November, which is what May. Yes. Six. Six months. Six months from May or six months from April. I don't give a. <laughs> pardon my language. Uh, uh, then it goes to the same time as you guys. Oh. So I stay on the same time. Okay. But then when you guys go an hour back, right? Yeah. You're going to go back to my time. Yeah, so I'm guessing I'm missing the part where you change time zones at all. So anything in how this affects, <laughs> how yeah, this puts I, you to sleep. I change the time, but, uh, uh, okay. We're going to, we're going to move on. We're going to move on. I'm done explaining my Good. story about everything. <laughs> that, that yeah, helps. I was late, I was late to class. Spank <laughs> me, daddy. <laughs> Ugh, gross. Okay, to my left is is Mr. PTO. Yes. We call him Kramer here. Yes. We like to do that. Um, at Still Smooth. There he is. Uh, on this date, January 25th, back in 2016, did you know that DeMarcus Cousins set a Kings franchise scoring record with 56 points in a 129-128 loss to the Charlotte Hornets? And now, fast forward three years, Boom. he's terrorizing the league on the on Golden State Warriors. On them dubs. On them dubs. All right. I did not know that. Here we go. Uh, by the way, I'm Matt Walsh Disney. Uh, they'll call me Walsh. Good stuff. Let's go to random thoughts. Anybody have any particularly good random thoughts? Bales, maybe you want to describe a dream you just had. No, I don't, I, I don't remember my dreams. So uh, I, you, you can pass me. Okay, well, I, I've got one. You know the the like social media things where it's like pe- there are two types of people in this world. Yes, you're either this, you're that. Mm-hmm. You know in what I mean. The ten year challenge. Not the ten year challenge, uh, but there are like two people types. Of, I'll just tell you the one that I saw this week. There are two types of people in this world: the people who mash the toothpaste tube <laughs> to get the toothpaste out, or the people who push the toothpaste from the, the back of it towards the, the nozzle yeah, neatly and have it all come out clean. I was wondering, what, which, which person are you? Bales, I'll defer to you because I have a weird... I'm, I'm, a, I'm a hybrid. I'm a weird one. Define mash. Where you just like squeeze the whole thing. Grip you it and rip squeeze it. Squeeze the whole tube, or you or you do the the pinch at the bottom and and pull towards the. I've also seen people hose. fold it. Like yeah, or the what, whichever one, like what? accordion fold. I fold. You fold. Okay, so I so fold. you're you're the latter. You you like to push it huh? neatly. You like to push it neatly towards the uh, where it comes out. The two, yeah, the spout. The spout. I like that. Huh. Yeah. It's not. It's not a thing about neatness, Walsh. It's a thing about just getting the getting your money's worth. Stretching, stretching yeah. the pennies. Uh, you know, you were roughly the same thing. We're talking about the same thing here. Uh, However, I, you want to go about it. I go fold. If you check my bathroom, I I go fold to a point, but then I I mash at the end. So it's that like that makes sense. Yeah. So it's uh. There's only so much squeeze like the of the the squeegeeing you can do. Exactly. So you gotta mash at some point. Yeah. You know what were the actually the best types? Of, what what were you at Walsh Disney? 
Walsh. I'm a I'm a squeeze to the bottom guy. Squeeze to the bottom. Like, yeah. Do you guys at St. Bales Walsh? Do you remember those those uh, toothpastes that were stand up and it was like a little? It looked like a uh, a little spray can where it had a trigger, basically. <laughs> no. I had an I had an aqua uh, aqua fresh tube that stood upright that was by itself and literally you pushed. It looked like a spray paint can, sort of. But you push the top and a little, and the toothpaste would like shoot out. If that's not middle class fancy, I don't know what it is. <laughs> it was aqua fresh. It had green, red, and white stripe. It was all like kind of all yeah, together. That's the best, best toothpaste. Yeah. Toothpaste. Yeah. But anyway, so you've got these two types of people. And what I, when I saw this, what I thought was, you know, that's not a bad thing. No. To have those two types of people. I feel like the type of people like squeeze it down all nice and tidy. Those people keep the world in order. Yeah. Keep us moving efficiently. Mm-hmm. But then there's also the other people, the mash people. They add that color. They add the red in the blue swirl yeah. to the white toothpaste. Exactly. They have those kind of ideas. It keeps the world moving. It's almost like this podcast. One keeps the world moving and one makes one makes the world worth continuing. Being worth in. moving. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Harmony. Harmony. Yin and yang. Yeah. He would, right? I had a quick one for it. Was that was that your yes, answer? That no, is my answer. I like that. Uh, I had a quick one for you. Um, in the wake of the Saints Rams game, I wanted to ask you guys what was in in your memory, in your childhood or recent history, what was your worst gut wrenching loss that you remember? experiencing that happened to me no or just like well it, it, either to you or like your team that you were following i remember i was really young i don't remember what super bowl it was but it was it was rams titans where eddie george laid out on like the he yeah. was stretched out on the four yard line and like the ball laid on like the half yard line they score the touchdown they win yeah i remember crying after <laughs> that game and i wasn't even a huge i have an eddie george signed helmet but uh, but but I wasn't even a huge uh, like Tennessee fan. But that I remember just being devastated. I don't know why I was a big Eddie George guy. Interesting. Yeah. It's hard for me to think of one off the top of my head. Personally, I uh, see. I don't remember state a lot of, baseball. I don't remember much stuff. Well, yeah. That one hurt me. I, that didn't mean to be. That wasn't supposed to be a really shot. Feel. <laughs> uh, yeah, that one. Uh, we're. I'm gonna go with that and then go cry. <laughs> Stay player of the game. Yeah. <laughs> Worth a lot. I. Uh, uh, I'd probably say within the last. What year was that? 2015. The 2015 Natty. When the Ducks lost to Ohio State. That hurt too. Oh yeah, that's a good that one. Was bull- that was bullshit. <laughs> That that was the that was the year we had it in the bank. Zeke just ran and, all over us. Yeah, and that's why I don't pick uh, Ezekiel Elliott in fantasy drafts. You know, that's smart, smart. immediately after that game he got that Ohio State uh, tattoo on his shoulder. I did not know that. Yeah. So now every time you look at that O on his shoulder. <laughs> Just remember the 2015 <laughs> national championship game. 
Kramer's cutting deep today. <laughs> yeah. Also, that was, it's, also, it's that a fact. Well, it wasn't. <laughs> well, no, it was. Let's move on. <laughs> Unless you've got one. Oh, no. Zero, zero zilch. I'm out. Well, in that case, with your permission, let's take it to trivia. Sure. Trivia! Trivia! <laughs> trivia, baby! Oh. <laughs> Welcome back to Jeopardy. Gonna make that your final answer? You think you're pretty smart, don't you, Trebek? This is trivia, where we bring you senseless trivia week in and week out. Last week, we had two trivia questions brought to you by the Bold Nonsense crew staff, and they read like this. The first question. Only two players have won Super Bowl MVP in back-to-back seasons. Who are they? Answer. Bart Starr and Mr. Terry Bradshaw. Wow. Early. Early. Bart Starr was the Super Bowl one and two. Oh, the OG. Yeah. The OG. Uh, Nevertheless, great trivia question. The second trivia question from last week read like this. Name the teams that have made the Super Bowl multiple years in a row and lost. Answer. Vikings, Broncos, and the Bills not one, not two, not three, but four times. So brutal. So brutal. I mean, how do you even recover from that? Talk about gut-wrenching uh, losses. Talk about your gut-wrenching losses, Bob. <laughs> okay. Uh, this week's trivia, remember we have two. Uh, we'll probably have two next week because it's the week before the Super Bowl. The fans are hungry. <laughs> They're hungry. These ones are These ones are pretty hard. This is why we left them. This is to challenge the senseless listeners, the senseless community to see exactly how smart y'all really are. So, this week, if you know the answers, we will be super impressed. Hit us up with them. If you know them, let us know you know them. Because that's the only way we're going to believe you. Okay. First one. Which state has hosted the Super Bowl the most Times, the the largest amount of times. Which state has hosted the Super Bowl the most amount of times? And the second question: Since two thousand, there have been four defensive players to win Super Bowl MVP. Who are they? Ooh, I like this question. Who are they? Since two thousand, there have been four defensive players to win Super Bowl MVP. Who are they? That's trivia for this week. Let's go to the news. I've just been handed an urgent news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is the fucking news. News, 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 news. We're news too. Only news told much later. See the game last night? Which game? Any of them. Passes it to the man, shoots it. And boom goes the dynamite. Fantastic. I am so sorry. Someone put the story in all capital letters, and I, I thought I was supposed to yell it. And here we go with the news, and we're going to go 30 seconds with that news. Time trials. So we can, so we, yeah, time trials. So we can get this going like we're pre-Fontaine. Nice. The first one in the NFL. Zach Ertz, uh, Lane Johnson, and Fletcher Cox defend Carson Wentz against a Philly Voice report that Wentz has been selfish, uncompromising, and egotistical. What? 
of these guys are pretty much saying, hey, that's not true. And the Philly Voice report only used anonymous sources, which seems pretty ridiculous and a little sketchy. So I'm not sure about this. I don't really believe it. Uh, the locker room seems to be split between Wentz guys and Foles guys. I think the quote-unquote anonymous sources are these Foles guys trying to get the last second, uh, last-ditch effort to keep their quarterback that they feel that they should be led by. All right. Bales? I got enough. All right. Uh, all I have to say is good thing Foles is leaving. Foles um. ever. <laughs> the next one. Chiefs fire D.C. defensive coordinator Bob Sutton after Patriots loss, and they have since hired Steve Spagnola, formerly of the Giants. Uh, not, not, not exactly sure what Steve Spagnola is going to do. I don't think he'll change too much. Maybe he'll go to a 4-3, but it was time for Bob Sutton to get out of there since the pa- Patriots did anything and everything they wanted. Uh, I agree with everything you said, uh, Bob Sutton. Take your uh, old wrinkly butt out of KC. <laughs> See ya. Let's go to Adam Vinatieri, who is coming back to the Colts for a 24th season at the age of 46. Uh, quite frankly, this is uh, this is exactly what the NFL needs. The league needs this man in the league. Um, he doesn't need to go to his ranch yet and start uh, start getting hunt, hunting trips going. He needs to continue producing every Sunday in the fall. Um, I'm excited to see him in season 24. Never leave us. Never leave us, leave us Adam. Uh, I've never seen a more true silver fox. At 46, yeah. this, guy is, this guy is white beard, white hair. Love it. Got it. On to the NBA the Rockets have finally traded Carmelo Anthony and cash. They had to give up cash <laughs> to get rid of Carmelo Anthony to the Bulls. But the Bulls say he's not playing for us. If he passes his physical, if he pa- goes, uh, he will be released and he will be on waivers. Melo, buddy, it's getting about that time. He's starting to feel it in the legs. You can feel the weather changing in your bones. Maybe it's time to, uh, you know, get out of here. Just say sayonara. Good career. Uh, There were some news reports of him possibly landing in Los Angeles, which I think is a joke. That's not going to happen. I think if he lands anywhere, it's a joke. Um, (laughs) I did did see actually betting lines for where he would end up. And I kid you not, at plus 900, it was my San Antonio Spurs. I was not too happy. So, Please let that happen. No. So let's get him out of the league as fast as we can, huh? Ready, set, go. I saw another icon that had him going to the Blazers plus 400 odds. <laughs> no. The, the second team to accept Carmelo Anthony, and I just, that's just a bad taste in my mouth. Yuck. A bad taste in Mike Conley and Marcus All's mouth is the fact that the Grizzlies are now listening to trade talks for both of these veteran players. I said release Marcus All and sign Greg Oden, and let's get things going. <laughs> I think Marcus All is a trade asset that you shop to LA. Marcus All's old and gross. Mike Conley is still incredibly effective. He'll help whatever team he goes to. He also, you also got to remember that. 
whoever's taking on Mike Conley has to take on that fat contract that, again, is not I'd rather have it. the fat contract than the fat body. Oh, <laughs> got him. Fair got enough. Him. <laughs> Fair enough. On to the next one. Indianapolis Pacers star Victor Oladipo has ruptured, uh, ruptured, excuse me, no, sh- no such thing as a ruptured, ruptured right quad tendon in his knee and will miss the rest of the season. Ow. This is terrible. I kind of like Victor Oladipo. He's one of the good guys. His game, his game is, it's grown on me, especially since OKC threw him out for nothing for peanuts, and he showed them. Who's ever making? Who's ever making these decisions in OKC is terrible. Shop Harden. Yeah. Shop KD. <laughs> Get rid KD. of Victor. You know. Hey, no, we kept Russ though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good business. Shop Dennis Cantor. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. stupid. God help them. Um, <laughs> Kyle Singler. <laughs> uh, um, you know what's coming up soon is the NBA All Star Game. Getting and there. recently, the NBA All-Star starters have been selected. This year's captains in the West, LeBron James, and in the East, Giannis. The West starters read like this. Paul George, KD, Steph Curry, and James Harden, along with their captain, LeBron James. Um, behind their caption, Giannis. In the East, it's Kawhi Leonard, Kemba Walker, which I think is a really cool story. Um, Kyrie Irving and Joel Embiid. Got reactions, Bales and uh, Walsh. Who will win this year's All-Star game? Uh, I don't know the teams yet because they get to go wherever. Because they will be drafted by Giannis and LeBron. Remember the new format? You know, you guys remember what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So these these guys, these ten or not, eight players will be drafted separately by LeBron and Giannis. We'll see what teams they make up. But people who stand out to me. No Lillard is offensive. Curry's already missed games this year. Why is he on there? Um, and Kemba, yeah, yeah, decent story with him being at home. You're talking about offensive. No D Rose is offensive. Get out of town. Get out of town as a starter. <laughs> no, not a starter. But he's Go back to Chicago so no. we can forget about this you, is D. his Rose. Year. This is his. Year. I just love listen to the East. Kawhi, Kemba, Kyrie. <laughs> oh, right in a row. Got him with the ouch. With the and we're gonna move on <laughs> uh, to the MLB, where the Hall of Famers we were inducted this week. Walsh, yeah. take it away. Hall of Fame inductions. Here we go. The first ever unanimous voting to the Hall of Fame: Mariano Rivera, the closer for the Yankees. Edgar Martinez, your Mariners slugger, the quintessential DH. Has made it in on his last year on the ballot. Roy Halladay, the late Roy Halladay. Great to see him go in. Mike Messina was also uh, voted in Is a newest member of the Hall of Fame. You know what I thought was a cool thing about this uh, this All-Star um, vote? What's up? Uh, you mentioned Roy Halladay. Yeah. You know, we all know what happened in 2017. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace. Sad story. But he, do you know... That he's the only, he's the second player in the uh, MLB history to be voted into the Hall of Fame uh, post posthumously. Uh, yes, I did not know that. Yeah. So after passing away, unfortunately, 
Um, it's pretty cool. Only the uh, second uh, Hall of Famer to do it. And there are only a couple other players who he's going in without a, a team on his hat. Mm-hmm. They all wear a hat. He they usually have their team. He doesn't. He's not going to have one. Uh, him and like Greg Maddox, and then somebody else I can't remember. But yeah, great class. Edgar Martinez. Hell yeah. Finally. Also, a side note to that, Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds at 59%. You need 75% to get into the Hall of Fame. They only have three more years to get to 75%. Let's hope they don't because they're cheaters. Sorry, we don't let cheaters in here. Seats taken. This isn't the Hall of Cheaters. Uh, Next story. Mariners signed Ichiro to 2019 minor league deal. uh, Ichiro, love to see him back. Don't always love to see him play. It's getting, getting old. Uh, you guys are aware of where the minor league team is, correct? Japan? The, Rain- the Rainiers, right? Yes, Tacoma. Oh, that much, yeah. We have listeners right now. I've been texting them all week about <laughs> about getting personalized Tacoma Rainier Ichiro jerseys. <laughs> you got <laughs> This you is going to happen. have to. This That's is going to happen. Yeah. Beautiful move. I love Ichiro. Uh, to college football. This is, a, this is a really cool story. This is kind of a game changer, potentially. Michigan defensive end Rashawn Gary, who is expected to be a top pick in this year's NFL draft, has decided to start his own sports agency called, we're very creative here, Rashawn Gary Sports. <laughs> they did it. So he is the, the, the owner, the CEO of this new sports agency, and he will, the agent that, like, uh, what's it called? Negotiates his contract. He won't be paid the usual like percentage of the contract. He'll be paid as an employee of Rashawn Gary Sports. What a what a great senior project. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it'll last? It'll be difficult. An NFL player trying to be how do you a how, startup? How do you Ooh. swing other people to? Your agency. I think he's. I think I read he got. He's gotten one other person so far. Yeah, but I don't know how you do that necessarily. This just reminds me of ballers. Meant for t- television, not meant for real life. Oof. Write a script. Ballers, Sean. good show though. No ads. With the Rock, right? Yeah. Got it. Great show. Pop culture. Walsh I know. Would love it. I know things. <laughs> what? Make fun of my pop culture? Yeah, rap? yeah. You're usually a little bit behind on those. Yeah. Watch a documentary on volcanoes. <laughs> um, to college basketball, in our last story, we just wanted last week in college basketball was crazy. It's a crazy week. So many things changed. Bunch of teams lost. So we thought we would update you on the top ten going going forward from here on. It'll probably change again because college basketball is just. It's open. This it's madness. Madness. So here we go. Number one, Tennessee. Number two, Duke. Number three, Virginia. Number four, Gonzaga. Number five, Michigan. Number six, Michigan State. Whoa, hold it down, Michigan. Number seven, Nevada. Number eight, Kentucky. Number nine, Kansas. And number 10, Virginia Tech. Great to see my Kentucky Wildcats back in the top ten. Yeah, all the way at eight. Way to go. Go, big, blue. Don't worry, Cal Party will screw it up at some point. <laughs> what a terrible yeah, and, 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 number nine, hey, Number nine, Kansas. Yeah. In the words of Glenn Bailey, always finds a way to f*** <laughs> it up. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they do. They'll be back. Eh, Bill Self, mm, I don't 
don't think so. They can all come back. It doesn't even matter. Duke's at two because they played the number four team in the country without their one of their best players and still won. Duke's the real deal. Like soft serve ice cream. What is I don't know what that I don't know what People that, love soft serve ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I love? Uh, yeah, sure. I love recess. Played them ten times, they might win nine, but not this game. This is your time. Oh boy, is this great! Welcome to the show where everything's made up and the points don't matter. This week for recess, let's play start, sit, and cut. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Okay, start, sit, cut. This is how you play. We give you three options. Each of us choose who to start, who to sit, and who to take off the team. Obviously, if you sit the person, they can still play at some point. But if you cut them, they gone. She gone. She gone. They gone. He gone. Bye, Felicia. We gone. Okay, here we go with start, sit, cut. Uh, If you don't mind, I'll start. Take it away. What's yours? I'll start with a, a sports one just to get us all started. Okay, here we go. Start, sit, cut. Damian Lillard, James Harden, and Mike Conley. Bales, do you want to go first? Start, Harden. Sit, Dame. See a Mike Conley. Mm. I have start, Dame, sit, Harden. Uh, there's the door. Mike Conley. Uh... I'm okay. My heart. Oh my! My yeah. heart wants to start Dame, sit Conley, and cut Harden. What did we? But s- my brain, my brain, is gonna start Dame, sit Harden, and cut Conley. I like Conley. Vales, what do we always say on this podcast? That that Walsh Disney hates big names. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get like, you. Maybe I get you. it's <laughs> that. Maybe it's that I love underdogs. Yeah. They. Uh, <laughs> for example. <laughs> Uh, love it though. Not a big name. <laughs> love it. Oh my god. More, more like big tool. <laughs> I, I respect it. Just giving you a hard time. Um, go I, home. I got one for you. Go to sleep. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I got one for you. Uh, start, sit, cut. Thin crust, thick crust, cauliflower crust. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go first. <laughs> start, thick, sit, thin. Uh, burn the other one. <laughs> Same as Walsh. Right here. Right now. Wow. I think uh, I would go start thin, sit thick, get rid of cauliflower. I had cauli- I had cauliflower crust, though. It's not bad. Uh, it's good. Not my favorite, but it's Speaking good. of big names, I'm not going to try. <laughs> okay, here we go. Um, I got one. This is more directed for... for for smooth for Kramer, but I do want an answer from you, Bales. Start, sit, cut. Timmy D. Nice. Ginobili and Tony P. Oh yeah. Uh, start Tim. Sit Ginobili. Uh, cut Tony Parker. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean the the start's kind of obvious. Yeah. I'd say yeah. I'd say start Tim. Sit Tony. Cut Monin. I'm with you. I think I I think I want the point guard. I have. I, there's a nostalgia around Ginobili that I've, I always loved. And wh- I forgot what Olympics that was when Argentina ended up winning. Um, with Luis Scola, I believe. 
you. <laughs> um, uh, okay, my next one. Mandy Moore, Topanga, or Hilary Duff? Oh, I like that. Whoa. Uh, okay, I'm going to start Topanga. Yes. I'm going to sit Mandy Moore, and I'm going to cut Hilary Duff. okay. Yes. Wow. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm gonna. Uh, he knows. I'm gonna adapt to that as well. Also, he's woke, as the children <laughs> like to say. He is woke, and that um, has two meanings. What kind of a name is Topanga? What ethnicity is she? What is the? What? I have no idea, and I never need to know. Yeah, she was just the girl next door. I don't even know if she lived next door. Quintessential next door. But uh, yeah, she, she did not live next door. Because Mr. Feeney lived next door. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> greatest neighbor of all time. Always watering his plants. He probably killed all those plants. He watered them so much. They look great. Yeah. Mr. Feeney! <laughs> Feeney! Mr. Feeney! <laughs> okay, here we go. Feeney! <laughs> Start, sit, cut. The sense of taste, sense of smell, sense of touch. Wait, what was it? Start, sit, cut, taste, smell, touch. Taste, smell. I would start, start, taste, sit, touch, cut out, or yeah, smell. cut, smell. I'm right there with you. Sit, wait, what did he say? What was start? He was going to start, taste, yeah. sit, touch, and cut, smell. And I agree. Start, touch... <laughs> Sit, taste, cut, smell. <laughs> no. uh, oh, I do. I do want to bring something up though. Do you guys ever have those times where like you smell something random and that triggers like a memory from a while ago? Like yeah. <clears throat> like I know our sense of smell is like deeply rooted in like our memory. Which is I have a terrible one. I have a terrible sense of smell. Oh, that's so, too bad. Yeah. So but you're on the way out already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why I cut it. I mean, I was, <laughs> I don't use it. Me. I don't... Um, yeah, no, that's, uh, that's a good question, though. Um, as far as preferences to own your franchise, Jerry Jones, Robert Kraft, or the late Paul Allen? Start Kraft, sit Allen, cut Jerry Jones. Boom. Yep. 100%. Yep. Agreed. Okay. That, wow. What a quick one. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, start, sit, cut, beer pong, quarters, and flip cup. Ooh. I'm going to go start, beer pong, sit, uh, flip cup, cut, quarters. Really? I do like quarters, but... I like quarters a lot, too. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not the greatest of quarters, but... Uh, no, we know. Uh, yeah, I'd probably go with what Esto Smooth said. I think I'm going to flip them. I'm going to start beer pong, but I'm going to sit quarters and cut flip cup, I guess. I like that. I don't know. Do you guys remember Very the different. J term when you came up and we played quarters in the 414 house? Yeah. And someone had such a hard time playing quarters that literally the next day we looked at our coffee table or our, our living room table and where that one person was sitting, it was just indents of quarters everywhere. <laughs> Do we have to say uh, one person? <laughs> That's why I put quarters in here. That's why I put quarters in here. I love that. 
We we always smiled eating breakfast at that table. <laughs> I love it. Um, Jaleel Okafor, Carl Anthony Towns, or D'Angelo Russell? What? That is just the most random. Start Carl Anthony Towns, sit Jaleel Okafor, cut Ooh. D'Angelo Russell. I want to hear what you have to say, Bales. I might yell that next week for that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm changing my mind on cut, this. but Cut, cut Jaleel, sit D'Angelo, start Cat. I'm going to do the same thing. D'Angelo's on a heater. And what do you not do when you're on a heater? You never Can't walk away. Me. Yes. Thank you. Uh, never walk away. <laughs> never walk away. You go, don't stop the heater. <laughs> don't stop the heater. Uh, yeah, but I'm, uh, I'm sitting uh, D'Angelo. Go ahead. Cut a Duke product. Terrible decision. <laughs> but it's your guys' to make. That's fine. Here we go. Um, he can go sit with Jabari Barker. <laughs> <laughs> outdoor sports food so this is like if you're at, at a game at a professional game but it's outdoors start sit cut hot dog nachos or fries can we go garlic fries sure oh. Bales take it away so we can start garlic fries <laughs> garlic fries yes that is one of the options Start garlic fries, sit nachos. You're gonna and cut a hot, a hot dog? dog? Go straight to the, a hot dog can go straight to the trap. <laughs> I might go start garlic fries, uh, sit hot dog, and I don't. I could care less about the chips. I'm gonna throw yeah. that in the trash. I'm gonna start the hot dog. I'm gonna sit the fries, not garlic fries. Don't okay. like garlic fries, and I'm gonna cut the nachos. Yeah. Walsh like has no Walsh. Well, well, when are you gonna just figure it out? When are you gonna figure bro, your life out, bro? It's the sense of smell ruins the sense <laughs> of taste. Don't, don't at me. I'm don't at me. <laughs> at Walsh Disney. Um, at Walsh Disney is an absolute prick when it comes to food. <laughs> yeah, uh, I honestly can't deny. Let me uh, follow this question up with something. Um, nachos. What's the most appropriate sporting event to eat nachos at? Is it baseball? Is Bas- it? I think so. Basketball? Is it football? I'd say baseball. I don't know. Is it soccer? I don't know. It's not that. <laughs> 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 you probably eat some good. hybrid cricket pretzel mongoose buffet sausage. I don't know. I'm just saying. Very, very highbrow. I forgot where I was going with it. I'm going to take it away with another start set cut food edition. Boneless wings, bone in wings, or for uh, the little children in us, uh, chicken strips. <laughs> Which some may argue uh, that a chicken strip is boneless wings, but there no, is a difference. There's a difference. You're going to start chicken strips, then you sit the in bone. And you cut the boneless wings. That doesn't make sense that you like chicken strips that much, but don't like boneless wings. You know, chicken strips is just it's <laughs> classic. It's nostalgic. The bone e- eating wing off a bone makes you feel like a man. Yeah, okay. And the boneless, hey, that's just not for me. I hate that I knew exactly the order that that was coming. Yeah. <laughs> At Sam Bales, what have you? What say you, sir? I probably. I would probably go, you know? I might have to go the exact route at Walsh Disney just one. Wow. See, I there did. you go. I was going to say. Chicken is that good. It honestly is that good. Welcome back. 
I it's pinned. Gotta be, it's got to be done right though. Like you got to do the chicken right. I pinned uh, Bales as bone in, boneless, cut chicken strip. I didn't know you were a chicken strip guy. Yeah, I I I I like a good chicken strip. Okay, now we know. Now the world knows, and now it's time for another, another one, another Wash Disney question. Okay. In or, or or sorry, starts to cut. Rookie Brady, year after his ACL injury, Brady, or this year Brady. That's Tom oh, Brady, by the way. I can't answer that. That that. Yes, you can. Is that that? No, I can't. This year Brady. Start. I, yes, yes, okay. yes. Start this year, Brady, because I feel like he has less weapons on this team than he ever has had, uh-huh. um, and he's just more intelligent. Sit year after ACL, Brady, and mm. not not that it's bad, not that rookie Brady is bad. Yeah, but I'm just gonna cut rookie Brady. Sorry, you man. like the experience? Yeah, the knowledge factor. I'm with you. I'm yeah. you're the exact same. Bales, are you abstaining from this round? Yeah, I I, I can't decide that. Okay. Well, sorry. I'm gonna go with uh, ankle socks, quarter socks, tube socks. <laughs> Are you figuring out what that means? Fails <laughs> is like touching his leg where each sock goes. <laughs> ankle being the shortest. Start ankle. <laughs> Start ankle. Sick okay. Quarter. Start ankle because of the because of the sun down here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sit quarter because of the sun down there. You can burn all the tube socks in the world. But let me contrast this with Pacific Northwest Mike because I'd beg to differ that that's changed. (laughs) Uh, Quarter ankle tube. Wow, I thought you wore Uh, more tubes than that. What? Like up past the calf? No, no, like half calf, like to the calf, like what I'm, like the basketball one. Ankle quarter half calf. I thought that would be quarter. No, quarter's like the Qu- one that goes just over your ankle. Just o- yeah, above the. Ankle. And tube is the one that oh. hits, hits the bottom of your calf. When I thought you meant tube, I thought it was going all the way up here to the knee. Oh, the, o- the Max Zatterin. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Van Exel. No, 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 no. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay. Yes. Hold on. It would go. Yeah, Northwest Mike would go tube, ankle, quarter. Yes. Down here, it would go ankle, tube, quarter. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm going to go ankle, quarter, tube still. You've never Tube's been a tube a, guy. It's a hassle. You've always been it's an ankle guy. It's a lot of cloth to get over the floor. Yeah. Yeah. You've, uh, you've always been an ankle guy. Um, I like to show them off. You got them, flaunt them. Myself, I'm going tube, ankle, quarter. Uh, I... I have uh, a couple more. You got them. You got them. Eleanor Hill cankles. Yeah. <laughs> yes. For those who know, you know. <laughs> For those of us know, who don't, you know. we're yeah. moving on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, start sit cut cribbage poker Uno. Start cribbage sit poker cut Uno. I love cribbage. Start gonna... Uno. Sit cribbage. Cut poker. I'm going to start cribbage, sit, uno, cut poker. Wow. All different on that one. First one we've been completely different yeah. on. Yeah. Hey, I would have thought Mike was not an uno guy. I would have thought you would have been the uno guy. I love cribbage. Cribbage is great. Okay. Now I know. But I do like uno. Yeah. And I don't much care for poker 
Which is why I did what I did. There we go. That makes sense. <laughs> That's how this game works. Let me hear your answers for this start sit uh, cut. Damian Williams, CJ Anderson, James White. Start James Fuck White. Hell? That is the most random three individuals. That is. That's I love those playoff team running backs. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start James White. I'm gonna sit CJ Anderson. I'm gonna cut Damian Williams. Wow. Yes, hundred percent. I think they're all great backs. I think, Two of them have won a Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm gonna start James White. I'm going to sit Damian Williams. I'm gonna cut CJ Anderson. Wow. I like James White in the passing game. Wow. That's rough. Okay. Um, Super Bowl calls. Start, sit, cut. Buck and Aikman, Nance and Romo, Al and Collinsworth. Oh. Start Allen and Collinsworth. Sit Buck and Aikman. Cut Nance and Romo. Uh, I'm going to cut Al and Collinsworth. I'm going to start Nance and Romo, and I'm going to sit Buck and Aikman. Ooh, I'm going to start Buck and Aikman, sit Nance and Romo. <clears throat> Cut Alan Collinsworth. You know what? Oh, no, I'm not. I'm gonna start Buck and Aikman. I'm gonna sit Alan Collinsworth. I'm no. gonna cut Nance no. and Romo. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, you start Alan no. Collinsworth. No. Buck They're is the, worst the one. Buck, Joe Buck is the is the Alan Collinsworth of our generation, or Alan Al Michaels of our our gen, generation. When I think of Joe Buck, I think of more World Series moments than anything. He's a great NFL guy. Who's the better? I mean, I, don't don't get me wrong. He he is, but when I think of Joe Buck, I think of more world, world Series shit than anything. Roma hasn't earned it yet. In isolation, um, who's the better Booth Cowboy, Aikman or Romo? Aikman. No. Aikman's a Hall well, of Aikman, Famer. Aikman is so just. He, he doesn't have fun. He, he stresses me out. Aikman has a drinking problem. His eyes are always bloodshot. Wow. That is, <laughs> that is, if we are stripped that's off That's a little air, far. <laughs> if our podcast Aikman's is taken down, we know why. <laughs> no, he is. Okay. That's a Hall of Fame quarterback, just in case you guys are wondering. Uh, you got another one? We are all entitled to our own opinions. This question, again, take into consideration living in this city and also to work in your profession. New Orleans, Los Angeles... Or Boston. Start Boston. Sit New Orleans. Cut LA. Yep. Mike's Start the nightlife Boston. guy. Start Boston. Sit LA. Cut New Orleans. Okay. Respectable. Fair enough. Okay, I got one more. This is the last one, I believe. Oh, I have two. You have two more? Shoot. Okay. Okay, go again. And okay, I'll go, I'll go again real go. quick. Uh, if you could only drink one for the rest of your life, lemonade, chocolate milk, or tea. Hot or cold. Sweet or unsweetened, does not matter. Start chocolate milk, <laughs> sit lemonade, cut the British shit. <laughs> London fog tea. No ads. Start lemonade, sit tea, cut chocolate milk. Wow. Okay. Wow. Love it. What a flower child. I'm going to start tea, sit lemonade, cut chocolate milk. What? Yeah. You hippie. Big tea guy. Surrounded... By a bunch of Bill Waltons. <laughs> okay, here's my last one. What's the start, sit, cut? This is the worst situation. Uh, you lose heat in your apartment. 
no no washer of like clothes. No no. Um, what am I trying to say? With cleaning amenities, but cleaning yeah. amenities. Sure. Yeah, like washer dryer. Um, or your TV is stuck in Spanish. Dude, I live with that right now. <laughs> I, I live it. with that right now. You don't want that problem. <laughs> <laughs> You're not trying to have that. So uh, it's one or the other. Start sit cut. I'm gonna start living. One of the three. Lose you lose your heat in your apartment. You don't have any access in your building at all to a, a washer, a clothes washer, or your TV is stuck in Spanish. I already do this, but this is my life right now. I don't turn on the heat to save money, so I never have heat. Mm. It's cold in here sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> you never know. Um, <clears throat> I we lived for two years without a washer in our house in the cabin, so check on that. Uh, and no, I think having your having your TV stuck in Spanish is the worst thing possible. So start, sit, cut in that order. Okay. Okay. So so you're gonna want to cut the worst thing. So, so cut TV. cutting TV in, TV in Spanish. Yes. Sit the, the washer. Not the washer. A washer. Yeah. And start living without heat. Okay. I'm going to agree with you on that. Yeah. That was kind of where I was going. That was a good question. That was a beautiful question. <laughs> that was a beautiful question. Bales, take it away. Idea, man. I would start the washer and dryer. Mm. Sit the dishwasher, cut the TV. Nice. You mean, you mean sit the heat? That's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Respectable. <clears throat> so you just switch the first two. I like that. Uh, and my I, could, I, could, I could live without TV for sure. I respect that. Um, you know, I can't listen or live without those, a podcast, the bold nonsense podcast specifically. Yeah. Um, Especially but, uh, this episode, episode <laughs> yeah, no ads. Um, but, uh, if you, you have to rock this facial hair for the rest of your life, the pencil mustache, the chin strap, or just a soul patch. Oh, <laughs> start the pencil mustache. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you dirty man. I'm gonna sit the the soul patch. Okay. And I'm gonna cut the, <laughs> yeah. the what was the chin strap. The chin strap. I can't do a chin you strap. You can't do that. Not about that life, as Steven Jackson likes to say. I don't wear fox gear. <laughs> My name's not Ray. <laughs> or, or Mitch. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no disrespect. Don't work in a garage. No disrespect. Pencil mustache, chin strap, soul patch. You got a nice soul patch. You got to start a soul patch down there in AZ. Yeah. And then cut it off and then you'll just have a little tan mark where, <laughs> where your soul patch was. <laughs> uh, what would, I can't pick one. It's a game. Buddy. <laughs> you don't actually have to do it. We won't make it. I can't pick one. Okay, oh he abstains again. Okay, for the the last round of start sit cut to wrap up this resale, he abstains. Is a com- complete momentum killer. Oh wow! But nobody can kill our momentum into our NFL playoff talk. Over the gums and through the lips. Look out, stomach. Here we go. And when they look back in the annals of history, they're gonna be talking about three things: discovery of fire, invention of the submarine. And the Flint, Michigan Mega Bowl.
Here we go, we're talking about our NFL playoff brackets or the thing, or just playoffs in general. Here were, here was where we were right and wrong. Wow, that was tough. Um, from the championship round, let's start the Rams-Saints game. The Rams win 26-23 in overtime. I had the Saints. I know that. Wasn't wasn't right there. I took the Rams. Uh, I I I took LA. Okay, he took the Rams as well. Uh, let's just talk about the game. How'd you guys feel about the game? You like it? Did you hate it? Were you as mad as me as me when it ended? As far as entertainment I value, I loved it. Entertainment value, yeah, I thought it was an incredible game. Um, but yeah, it did have that anger element. So let's just get right to it. The PI and helmet to helmet, the missed call. What did you guys think? What have you guys heard? I what think you guys thought. The most frustrating part, right, is that if it look in looking at that, you have two refs right there looking yeah. directly at the play, and and neither one of them can make the call. I. The uh, uh, Nico Robbie Coleman does not turn his head around at all. Hits him early. Doesn't even try. Okay, so I get that. Again, the no head turn is the biggest biggest signal for PI. But okay, if you if you miss that, that's fine. But you gotta see the head to head contact. You gotta see one of them. What is that? You gotta see something. The defenseless receiver. It could have been four things: unnecessary roughness, unnecessary roughness, defenseless receiver, PI. Or uh, helmet to helmet could have been any of them. They didn't get. They didn't call any of them. I think I. I am of the opinion, at least in my lifetime, this is the the worst missed call in my lifetime's history, or whatever. However you want to say that. So you know how we always have like clever names uh, for for scandals in in uh, sports like Deflate Gate and stuff like that. What yeah. will this be known? Can you guys give a clever nick? Nickname to this blown call or, or game? Hate to put you on the spot, but you guys no. have a clever name. Nikel Roby. No, I don't. Could, could the nickel no could call. Yeah, I like that nickel yeah. no call. Yeah. Nickel or nickel? Nickel. The, the. How do you say his name? Nickel. I think it's Nickel. Nickel. Nickel no call then. Yeah. No call what in New hell? Orleans. What, what the hell, Nickel? Oh, boy. <laughs> look at him. Is. Look at him. There he is. Okay, anyway, Nickel Roby Coleman was fined roughly $27,000 for that play, even though it wasn't called. <laughs> uh, it turns out the NFL, now after that happened, the NFL will now discuss making PI reviewable this offseason. Let's just stop there. Making PI reviewable. Do you agree with that? Thumbs Where up. do you think the, the review calls? Where should reviews go from now? I th- I How like, do we fix this? I like the idea. Thumbs up on, on the idea for reviews for uh, PIs. However, I see this. You have to be able to – you have to implement it in the right way because it could potentially kill the NFL think, as far as slowing down yeah. games. And I think the way you have to write the rule is uh, you you have to do it within the play, within the action. So you can't – if th- so take this play. This was to, to the right, kind of a swing pass to the right. You can't – call for review to the left. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, look, over there, Got he's it. trying to get... Got it. Because it's not holding. It's not defensive holding. It's P.I. 
that you're looking for, right? Yeah. So you can't ask for holding on the left side of the field when the ball went to the right. That's kind of what I'm saying. Or is, is make it <clears throat> action-based. I, I agree with that 100%. Or even if you want to make it as simple as make uh, PIs challengeable. Yeah, that's kind of what I mean. Like yeah. based on the chance. So, yeah. so not necessarily reviewable because I, I think they they should have officials reviewing. Get get another official. Put him up in a box. He can call down. Um but yes, in terms of the challenge, that's kind of what I mean. It's like Got you it. can't challenge, hey, this ball went to the right, but I want something on the left. No, it's got to be in the the field of action, kind of, the, the area of action. And also, people are worried about reviews taking so long. This is my fix for reviews, how to make them faster. Reviews are supposed to be plain and obvious, right? So only let the official, the guy reviewing see each angle once mm. you only get to look at it one time for every angle i love that, that they've got i love that that way it's faster and if you can see it you can it should be obvious if you can't then you can't and let's go yep move it on let's keep it so that, that's kind of my thing and then just the annoyance of of everyone like you see the pictures on social media with the four saints fouls you've seen this probably mm -hmm. right that's completely that, that doesn't matter and everyone's bringing up like well there was a face mask on Jared Goff okay well no one's going back and looking at all the other Rams penalties this just happened to me the most egregious so nobody needs to do that because it was clear and obvious so don't go back and nitpick every single play because you can do that all the time like stay in the moment like this would have killed this this could have this did kill the Saints but the Saint also I'm not a big Blame it on the refs, guys. So the Saints get your job done too. I don't want to be on the soapbox. Don't leave it up to overtime. Yeah, things happen in overtime. Win things. Um, okay, but this this is kind of a different topic. So this isn't really a a attack on the commissioner from Benjamin Watson about the the call. It's about the commissioner not coming out. He has not said anything about this. The NFL hasn't put anything out other than telling Sean Payton. Yeah, we missed a call. So this is a letter, a, a message from Benjamin Watson, tight end of the Saints, to Roger Goodell on the lack of statement from him. Benjamin Watson says, Commissioner Goodell, we all realize that football is an imperfect game played, coached, and officiated by imperfect people. What occurred last Sunday in New Orleans, though, was outside of that expected and accepted norm. Your continued silence on this matter is unbecoming of the position you hold, detrimental to the integrity of the game, and disrespectful and dismissive to football fans everywhere. From the locker room to Park Avenue, accountability is what makes our league great. Lead by example, we are waiting. We are waiting. <laughs> boo, 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 boo. I, I got chills. I, I Haymakers on haymakers. I think that's uh, tastefully put. Yeah, that is the perfect word for it. It's tasteful. From and a very intelligent person who took his time to sit back, think, let his emotions escape him, and, and just say what needs to be said for all of fans and players and everything. Very, very well done. I like that. It's ridiculous that Goodell hasn't said anything about this. That's but, why Adam Silver is a better commissioner. Uh, Let's move on. <laughs> in, in, a, in a worse league, if we're, if we're being honest. Um, 
I derailed that Adam one. Sil- Adam Silver's, his league's ratings are going down, while the NFL has jumped. So, it's just... I hooked him. (laughs) Oh, you made me mad. (laughs) You got me. Uh, Let's go to the next game. Patriots 37, Chiefs 31. Again in overtime. Let's see who had... Raise your hand if you had the Patriots. Okay, that's not me. It wasn't me. not Kramer. You took the Patriots? I don't believe you. I went 2-0. I don't believe you. Check the tapes. (laughs) Okay, so I, I will believe you. Good job. I want 46 bucks. Nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. Cash on cash on cash. Okay, so um, this is kind of what I took. I have a little story story time for you. This is what I took away from this game. It's the, the young versus the old, right? It's kind of what we got. Uh, uh, when I was younger, my family used to go on a trip to Loon Lake with all my dad's old buddies uh, from back in the day. They're buddies, and they had all had kids. You know, I was friends with the young. So it was the young and the old. We all used to go to this place called Loon Lake every year. It was an amazing place. We started to do these things called sons versus dad games. We played football a couple times. One year we played basketball, and all us youngins, all, all us young bucks, were talking so much S because we thought we were just going to run around them, jump over them, like they couldn't hang with us in any way, shape, or form. Then we started playing, and things got bad real quick for us young bucks. Those older gentlemen, the dads, moved the ball faster than we could keep up with. They were a cohesive unit. They played together. Anytime you drive by one of them, another one was standing right in your way. Every time you thought you were good on defense, you got slammed with a pick. Tried to cut through the lane, they hit you. That is exactly what the Patriots did to the Chiefs. There's the young bucks thinking we know everything. We we are more athletic. And then the old people being in the right spot, having the, the chemistry together, and just using experience to win. That That's what that reminded me of. Is thinking you, you got it all good and you can fly past them, and then getting hit in the teeth. It was a great game. I thought it was entertaining. It was a great game, and I think what the Patriots did well and what the Patriots did the best in this game was keep the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands, both in overtime and at the beginning of the game. In the yeah. in the first quarter, I think, in the first quarter, I think uh, the Chiefs had something around like four minutes of possession or something yeah. like total in the first quarter. I think they had twenty plays in the first half. So yeah, so if you can't get hurt if the ball's not in Patrick Mahomes' hands, and as yeah. soon as you know Mahomes. Started rifling those those plays off. You know, hey, it's a game. Yep. Chiefs are back, and uh, they the went to OT. Did what they had to do. Yeah, and again, they kept it out of his hands in OT. And uh, let's talk about that. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk about some of the some of the things that happened. There was roughing the passer on Brady. Yep. I thought that was a a call, uh, an experienced call. <laughs> hey, it's the Patriots. They're gonna get one of them. Uh, D Ford in the neutral zone. Hey, don't be an idiot. That was all on D4. Because that would have ended the game, but you're dumb. And Bill Belichick teams, they don't do that. No. That's a Patriots winning there. But let me ask you this. So as D Ford and on the rest of the defensive line, is it up to you, D Ford's teammates, to turn your head left, turn your head right, to look, is everyone good? Or is it up to the man himself to check that he's on the line? Or are your because I've never played football. That's the man himself. 
So you you don't have your guys checking down left, right, like making sure everyone's no. good, right? No, because they're trying to read other things. They're trying okay. to read what's in front of them. I didn't know how that worked. Yeah. On the interior defensive line, you're going to read what's in front of you. Now, I mean, maybe if you're lucky, you're going you're gonna to take a peek over there and say, hey, man, back up a little. But you can't expect that, that to be made. But what do you guys think I of think- – Go for it, Bales. I think Rex Burkhead having the same amount of carries and yards as the entire Kansas City offense on Sunday um, added on with those two touchdowns, quite frankly. Um, just showing the the fact that their rushing was the exact same as the whole Kansas City offense, minus the fact that Sonny Michelle carried the ball 30 times and scored twice. Yeah. They absolutely annihilated them and owned them from the start. Yeah, they own the ball. Like that's kind of like goes into what you're saying. They ran the ball to own the ball. Chiefs are on. Chiefs offense is on the sideline. Yep. But what do you guys think of the the overtime? Because now people are saying, well, hey, uh, overtime rules need to change because Patrick Mahomes didn't get the ball. Do you guys agree with that or no? I don't. I don't like the. I've never been a fan of the. I think. There's no need to change it. It's working fine right now. Um, I hate to have games be decided by coin flips, and I'm not saying that this was, but it was heavily influenced. Like if you win, if you win the coin flip, um, statistics show that you're more likely to win in overtime by like three percent. Yeah, but um, I'd like to see I'd like to see them play a an allotted amount of time, not 15 minutes, but I'd say shorter. Give them 10. But I'd like to see them that's play a full ten. So long. And I again, and that's the question. That's the basketball's that's, overtime is ten. That that's the that's the hard part. Is again now every time we play uh, NFL games into OT, there's spikes in injuries. Everyone's already yeah. tired, so you really can't do that. That I'm saying in a perfect world, that's what I would want. Okay, in a perfect world, yes. If you could guarantee no injuries, yeah. Uh, I think that's way too long. Just that. You're taking a three-hour game and adding ten minutes of game time to it. That's going to add, what, at least half an hour of watch time? Like, I would get bored personally. It's fine the way it is. Like, here's the deal. The offense gets it. In football, you play offense. You play special teams. And, oh, yeah, you play defense. There are three parts to the game, so play one better. Like, the, the Patriots score... On 40.8% of their offensive drives. That includes field goals, which doesn't immediately end the game. So you have to get a touchdown. So on less than, at least less than 40, 40% of their drives, they they weren't scoring. So that's like you have over 60% of the drives they're not scoring touchdowns on. Do, do a job. Do a job. Like... Don't be the 28th team in the NFL who allows scoring percentage. Like, be better. Yeah. And that's what people are, just because you didn't get to see Patrick Mahomes. That don't, don't lie to me and tell me it's because you didn't get to see Patrick Mahomes. It's because the Patriots won. If, the, if it had been the other way around, you wouldn't even be complaining. So just shut up. There's no doubt in my mind that I think, <clears throat> uh, yeah, I don't even know if I want to go into this. There's no doubt in my mind Kansas City would have scored. But no, I think you're right. Uh, it's fine, and I really, I think people are upset because it's the NFL playoffs, 
and both games were so close, you know. And, yeah, and you the know, team it, they wanted didn't, didn't win. It hurts when your team loses, but yeah, that's all. That's all I got for yeah. it. Patriots earned it, but now we got a Rams Patriots Super Bowl. Uh, just a, just a note. We'll talk about this. We'll talk about the Super Bowl a lot next week, uh, down in Arizona, which will be dope. But a quick note: Sean McVay is the youngest coach to coach in a Super Bowl at 33, which he just turned this week. Happy birthday, Sean boy! Bill Belichick, if he were to win, he would be the oldest coach to win a Super Bowl at 66. Half. The age wow. is Sean McVay to Bill Belichick. That's crazy. Crazy. Crazy stuff from there. But again, we'll talk about the Super Bowl next week when we're in Arizona. Instead, what we're going to do is stop talking about the NFL playoffs. Start earning you money. Specifically, PTO is going to earn you money with PTO's picks. La, la, yeah. la, la. Wait till I give my money right. This table's hot. I want some of this money. Get me in this game. Come on. <laughs> Have you ever seen this much cash in your entire life? Get money. Get money. New money. Five on red. Gambling. Don't say anything about gambling. It's not gambling when you know you're going to win. Money. Money. If I have a million dollars. I'd be rich. Usually you pay double for that kind of action, Cotton. Thank you, Walsh Disney, for that introduction. This is PTO's Picks, where I make the picks and you make the money. Except for last week, when I think all of our pocketbooks took a little bit of a hit, except for at St. Bales. Uh, last week, I took the Kansas City Chiefs minus three um, at the New England pa- or sorry, uh, the New England Patriots at Kansas City uh, minus three and a half. Uh, we all know how that song and dance ended. Um, however, uh, this week. I got a lock for you. A real one? A real lock for you. I'm taking my talents to the NBA, where in a pick'em game, uh, I have the San Antonio Spurs over the New Orleans Pelicans. It's a Western Conference. No bias here. (laughs) It's a Western Conference Southwest Division matchup on the hardwood down in the Big Easy. The San Antonio Spurs are on the road as they travel to face the New Orleans Pelicans Saturday evening, January 26th. The San Antonio Spurs were bested uh, 122 to 120 on the road uh, Wednesday night against Philadelphia in their last contest. New Orleans also battled Oklahoma City on the road, uh, losing on Thursday night 122 to uh, 116. So both teams coming off losses. New Orleans has struggled recently without the presence of their not even all-star, superstar, Anthony Davis. And the fact remains that they have to make up ground if they want to make the postseason. They continue to slide down the Western Conference standings. The injuries, the injuries to both Mirtich and Randall mean that the Pelicans could be minus three of their top four scores and their top three big men in the rotation that puts too much pressure, I feel, on their role players. 
They don't even have very strong role players. San Antonio, even with their recent struggles, should get the slight nod in this pick a matchup. Uh, I want to leave you with this. A couple of notable trends that should be digested. I will read these slowly and I will repeat them. Um, the Pelicans are 2, 10, and 1 against the spread in their last 13 games following an against the spread win. The Spurs are 4-0 against the spread in their last four games playing on two days of rest. The Spurs are 8-1-1 against the spread in their last 10 games following a straight-up loss. And my favorite stat, again, pay attention to this one because it is very specific. The Spurs are 5-1 against the spread in their last six road games versus a team with a home winning percentage of greater than 600. So, Walsh, give me the San Antonio Spurs at the New Orleans Pelicans. Lock it in. So what you're telling me is the Spurs are good against the spread. Pelicans not so much. If you took anything from it, yes. It's what I'm I'm hearing. It boils down to that. This this novice mind of mine, (laughs) that's that's what that's hearing. It's developing. (laughs) It's developing. Getting better every week. (laughs) Just like this podcast. But that's episode 49. Let's get out of here. Next week, we are in Arizona. We are going to be all together. All on the mic. The red light will be on. In Bill's, probably his kitchen, maybe his living room. <laughs> maybe Lord his bed. Lord only knows. I don't know. Hey, we like <laughs> to get wily. You can never tell with us. You're going to have a bunch of Super Bowl talk. We're going to preview the S out of that. Uh, we, we might talk about the waste management a little bit. We want to bring it to some videos, but hey, uh, we'll probably talk about it too. And we'll have a special guest. Special guest who has earned his way onto our mic, as as uh, as only he can. As only he can. It'll be. I just, well, Walsh, I just hope you don't forget the mic in your uh, in your in your bags on the way down. Let's here. just let's just hope the TSA doesn't take it, even <laughs> I, if they're even there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would like to stress to please make sure you follow the Bold Nonsense podcast. Uh, bold dot nonsense. Bold dot nonsense on Instagram because our story will be on fire. We will be bringing yeah. you Arizona takes. Do not miss out. Starting next Wednesday, be ready to tell your friends about us in the bold nonsense Instagram IG story. You can also go on Twitter at bold underscore nonsense. Hit us up there, or find us. Uh, you can always email us. Find us on the email. Bold dot bold nonsense podcast at gmail.com. There he is. He woke up again. Expect the show on Saturdays before noon. Find it on SoundCloud or iTunes. If you find it on iTunes, subscribe, rate, review, ask us questions in those reviews. Do whatever you want, just get at us. Um, Bold Nonsense Fantasy Football League for next year. Get your submissions in. Get going. Never too early. Never too early. <laughs> Never too early. We only have four spots now. There's three of us. There's a winner who gets to come back. Yeah. So four spots. Four I'm, spots. I'm taking Nick Foles with the first overall pick. I hope you do. <laughs> hope that is that was our 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 runner up this year, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> do you see your opportunity? <laughs> Get in this league. That that's all we've got. Let's get let's get out of here.
Let's say goodbye to the people. I'm at Still Smooth. Much love. I'm at St. Bales. Cheers. Yeah, he's awake. I'm at Walsh Disney. If you love it, love us. This is the Bold Nonsense Podcast, episode 49. Next week is going to be episode 50 in Arizona. So until then, stay senseless. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Thank you very little. I hate goodbyes. It's over. Go home. Go. Go.